to the CHGO White Sox podcast, coming to you live from Studio A of our CHGO offices here in the West Loop of Chicago. I'm your host, Sean Anderson, alongside me, the full CHGO White Sox crew. He's back. I guess wow, I got a royal welcome. Lord Goosington's back. Lord I Goosington's guess. back. Oh, oh wow. wow. Look at this. Oh, wow. Sarah, thank you. You're very big. This is a very big head. Yeah, I know, very, especially compared to you two. Yeah, we're we're, uh, we're that, in the heaven. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. to us. Uh, that's Vinny Duber. He's back. You can follow him at Vinny Duber. He's our CHGO White Sox beat writer. He's got a brand new piece up at allchgo.com talking about the uh, 100 losses for the uh, Diamondbacks and Rangers and how uh, the White Sox could possibly uh, have that same arc, something we've been talking about with uh, you in the mountains. But uh, now is that graphic showed, you're back. Uh, and the man in the middle is Herb Lawrence. Hello. You can follow him at Wall 23 He's our CHGO White Sox community leader. Uh, I'm Sean Anderson. Follow me at Sean underscore W underscore Anderson. Follow the show at CHGO underscore White Sox. What up to Sleepy Harold in the chat? Make sure you're hitting the thumbs up button. Subscribe to the channel. Uh, we're growing uh, each and every day here at CHGO. We had a live show uh, for the Blackhawks on Saturday. We had a live show on the uh, Very cool. for the Bears on Sunday. Very cool. Uh, hell yeah. And it's uh, and we, we had our awesome... Thing on opening day too so uh you know we did uh join while you can folks i guess well you'll always be yeah we'll be around it. um <laughs> but Cruz. the quicker you do it the sooner you get to reap the rewards it exactly. makes us happier <laughs> um and, uh, we are being produced today by sarah hi hello um all right let's jump into this uh herb yes. you said something that Vinny has not heard uh, and we're going to talk about that. That's going to be the main topic today. Uh, would you rather start a team with Luis Robert Jr. or Corbin Carroll? We'll get into that. We also got a question uh, asked to us by Luke. Uh, so we'll answer Luke's question. Uh, we'll be answering diehard questions tomorrow. So send those in through our Discord if you are a diehard. Uh, but let's jump into Vinny's article. Uh, Vinny, we haven't asked you this question. We've been kind of answering this question and figuring out if the White Sox two years from now are to be in the playoffs, what arc do you think is more likely? A Rangers arc or a Diamondbacks arc? Maybe it's somewhere in the middle because they have a little bit more money than the Diamondbacks um, and maybe, uh, you know, more more means to pay people. Uh, but if you had to pick one, don't, don't give me a middle here, Rangers <laughs> or Diamondbacks? Ooh, that's a good question. So if I had to pick one, I'd probably lean more D-backs uh, just because... You look at this absolute monstrous size of some of the contracts that Texas has handed out over the last few off seasons, and we heard from Jerry Reinsdorf back at the end of August that kind of thing doesn't seem very likely for the White Sox. Now, doesn't mean that they couldn't try to assemble a team by going out and getting free agents or making trades, much like the Rangers have done, but to do it on that magnitude doesn't seem as likely to me, just because Jerry said that doesn't really isn't the really the way he wants to go. Um, but at the same time, look how long it took the D-backs to get to this point, right? I mean, this is kind of what White Sox fans were waiting to happen, you know, years of waiting for the young guys to kind of get to kind of get here. Um, you know, I think those guys are already on the White Sox. So if we're talking about two years from now, it's the fact that some of those guys, the Moncadas, the Eloys, you know, obviously Robert's done it already, but kind of wake up and become that young core. Uh, I thought it was interesting, though, you just look at 
even just the top five, six, seven guys on the on the D-backs this year in, in terms of war, a lot of those guys were not drafted by the D-backs. They were, they were acquired. They've spent most of their big league career in Arizona mm-hmm. playing for that team. But, I mean, you know, you look at Cattell Marte didn't start his career as a, as a Diamondback. Uh, Christian Walker didn't start his career as a Diamondback. Zach Gallen didn't start his career as a Diamondback. And then two guys who are right in the middle uh, of their lineup this year, Moreno and uh, uh, Gurriel Jr., Acquired in a trade just this past offseason. So um, every year, the World Series should show you that there's more than one way to skin a cat, so to speak, or more than one way to build a team that's capable of getting where they are. The D-backs are very interesting because it's just been little moves here and there. They've acquired the right guys to mix with some of the the young prospecty types that they've got. Carroll is obviously a star already just one year in. Um, but, you know, everybody who says it's got to be the Rangers way, go out and get the, the two best players and sign them to as much money as you possibly can. The D-backs have shown a way to do it that isn't that. The big caveat that I say here is, what do people always say, Herb? You're, you're one of them. You know, everybody goes out there, oh, maybe the White Sox will be a division, you know, win the division next year. And you're like, you got to be kidding me. That's the goal. You're trying to win the division. Neither of the two teams playing in the World Series right now won the division. Uh, uh, you know, the Diamondbacks finished way back in the NL West. Uh, the Rangers almost blew it and, and missed the playoffs completely. These are two teams that I don't think anybody at the beginning of the postseason would have said, slam dunk, best team in baseball. They have built the team that makes them the absolute elite. Uh, so you got to get lucky, too. Now, the number one thing you got to do is putting yourself in a position to get lucky, which yep. the White Sox haven't been able to do very often so far. But it, it, it's part of the ingredients there is the luck factor too, but you got to have the guys who can get you there. The Rangers have done it one way. D-backs have done it another way. I do think the answer is in the middle, but if you're forcing me to pick one for how the White Sox could be there two years from now, I'd say probably you got to go the D-backs route. And I agree because that is the easier route and more realistic route for the White Sox to do. As you said, like trades for when they sent uh, getting uh, uh, Moreno back and Gariel back. Those things are have improved their left field. I mean, he wasn't a bad thing. Dalton Valsher was actually pretty good at the fielding, but he, you saw this year with uh, Toronto, wasn't really there with the bat. Gurriel, I didn't think he was going to be this good, and Moreno has, man, solidified the staff. So, yeah. Well, and you one, know what's better than one player? Two. Two players. Yeah. And getting act, and there's another guy, KPW could tell you all about Dalton Varshow. Um, and I picked him on our fantasy team. I had the one that we, you know, did the AL only. That was probably my only guy that sucked. And it was Dalton Varshow, which made all his war on defense, neither here nor there. But like you said, all the trades to get Zach Gallon, to get all these other people. And then as a guy I poo pooed, Brandon Fott, I was like, mm, this dude, eight ERA, garbage. He shut down the White Sox, and then they're starting games with him. The first game of, of series. I'm like, this, really? You got Merrill Kelly, you got Zach Gallon, but Brandon Fott's your guy. Cool. And that man has done nothing but performed every year. And so over all, all this postseason. But I think the White Sox can look at them and say, yeah, we don't have a prospect necessarily that's going to change our team like Corbin Carroll has changed the Arizona they, Diamondbacks. I mean, I think they think they do, though. I, I, again, do. I don't think anybody should expect anybody to come up and do what Corbin Carroll did. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's what the White Sox have right now is they have one really, really, really good prospect. <laughs> yeah. And then Sean's I think— Sean's over here— We're talking about Luis Robert, right? 
What? No, we're talking okay. about no, he's Chris already Montgomery. Team. He's okay, already but, on the but, team. But he's not going to change at, anything. If we're looking at like the, those two teams, I would say that the Corbin Carroll equivalent is just Luis Roberts. That is correct. Understood. I but just I'm wanna, just saying so from one, about Colson? The, the team that we were talking about last year that was lowly, they had Corbin Carroll play a couple games last year, but he didn't play mm-hmm. a, a lot. From that point to this point, good trades. Moreno's been awesome, but Corbin Carroll is the central focus of why that team isn't 84 losses and now they're in, in the World Series. I think Corbin Carroll is the centering focus of that team. We can't, like, when Colson Montgomery comes up either next year or the year after, I don't think he's going to have the same effect. I think he's going to be really good, but I don't think it's going to be the same player. But I think the White Sox have a closer path to that because they're not spending $556 million on John Gray. They're not spending that on Simeon or Seager, but Seager... People say the the short walk from what Seeger is is Colson Montgomery. It's a short walk, and they say he looks like him. He plays the part. That is who he uh, professes to be eventually when he hits his major league uh, zenith. And so I think going that route is going to be really hard because we already said in Vinny's article, not spending 10-year deals on pitchers, probably not even spending what they spend on John Gray for a pitcher. And so you can't really get there. And – it's not like the Texas Rangers didn't develop talent either. And Vinny's article goes all over through this. So you should check it out at allchgo.com. But they spent money on development and they spent money on the major league staff, which is what you need to do. I mean, you got to give their credit where credit's due. I know John Daniels is most of this initially, but Chris Young finished off this uh, and made it what it is right now. I got, I got real quick, I got to give credit to Corey Seager. I don't know if it's a. Uh... A hop, skip, and a jump for for uh, what'd you say? What'd you I'm say just saying, like, Colson, if people say, Seager, like, yeah, maybe people see Colson Montgomery, yeah. they see Corey Seager. Yeah, but now watching this postseason, I think Corey Seager is way closer to like Tony Gwynn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that guy is a Hall of Famer. There is nobody currently, maybe Soto, that has a better eye, that has a better, uh, like, that it's just knows people. what, how to discern a pitch when it's coming out of a hand, uh, knows where. The, the strike zone is swings is, at strikes. Yeah, right. I mean, only strings swings at strikes too. Uh, he's he's insane. Uh, there's one stat or there's one stat out there that shows uh, players uh, zone contact and out of zone swing. I think it is. Um, and Seager is like six percent better than the second rate guy in I think uh, zone contact and swinging outside of the zone. He's like two percent better. So he's like just got the best eye ever. He doesn't swing at balls and he only uh, swings and makes contact when it's in the zone. He's in, he's insane. And so let's, let's, if that's Colson Montgomery, we are winning the World Series. One more point. Uh, one more point though on the whole D-backs, Rangers, they lost 100 games two years later. They're in the World Series. White Sox lost 100 games this year. Who'd the White Sox just hire to become their assistant GM? Right. Again, Boston. I'm not saying the guy's got, you know, uh, magic dust that he's going to sprinkle all over the White Sox and they're going to be a pennant winner in two years. But that, nice. that Diamondbacks team two years ago was horrible. They lost 110 games. Yes. And Josh Barfield wasn't Mike Hazen. He's not the guy making the ultimate decision, but he was part of the mix. He was part of what got them to, to, to this point. And so, hey, you bring over that know-how, it doesn't hurt. It well, doesn't hurt is all I'm saying. Well, the top, uh, top 10 each year that he was there? Farm system? Yeah. yeah. Amen. It's good drafting, but after drafting, development has to happen. We're going to go over a question a little later on where – Corbin Carroll's picked 16th in that same draft where Andrew Vaughn was picked early. Yeah, right. And shout out to Luke, who, who's uh, hanging out with us in the chat. Um, so, real quick, I, I didn't, you weren't here when we shared these, Vinny, but um, I mean, easily a, one way that you know the White Sox can 
change like the Diamondbacks did, that 100-loss team, uh, over the cha- change from the 2021 team that lost 100 games uh, to the team in 2022 that I think lost around 84. Uh, they went from a minus 13 outs above average team uh, and negative 10 runs prevented to 44 outs above average and 38 runs prevented. So Catch the ball. Uh, right, yeah, the White Sox, <laughs> negative 17 outs above average. This year, negative 14 runs prevented, uh, both in 2022 and 2023. So, uh, And you see the pitching uh, was... Uh, much better on the 2022 team, and that's why they won 81 games. Uh, so, you know, if you're able to find good pitching by 2025, hello, Brian Bannister. Uh, and I think Brett Strom is, you know, very well thought of, yeah. highly regarded uh, in Arizona. He's the guy that's helped Brandon Fott make those changes. Uh, I think he switched sides of the rubber, uh, and that's something that Strom uh, thought would help Fott, and hey, it has. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, like, there are a lot of, I think, uh, what's it called? Uh, not crossovers. What's the word I'm looking over? Parallels. Parallels uh, between Arizona and, and the White Sox, especially with you know Josh Barfield being hard. And how many grades did we give these White Sox uh, fielders that were Fs, whether <laughs> yeah. it's defense, <laughs> offense, or overall? Like, improve those to Cs. Improve those to Cs, and you're f- not fine, but you're much better. As you said, with uh, Arizona going from 110 losses to 84 losses, they improved their defense vastly. And Dalton Varsho was part of that. I think that, I don't know, maybe getting rid of Daryl Boston and then bringing in a different outfielder coordinator. And he has a little bit different uh, uh, message to the outfielders and how they need to per- perform and bringing in better outfielders. I mean, we right. saw how bad Andrew Benintendi ranked last year in all the metrics. If you just looked at the games, you're like, he's fine in left field. He's fine. But you look at the metric. God damn, he was terrible. He wasn't that good at all. But all you need is a professional right fielder, too, that would help them out, too, because the two guys they had there, for the most part, were negative. The worst right fielders in Major League Baseball. Period. Randall wasn't above average. I think he was a, a negative, uh, so they can improve at catching. Uh, obviously, there's been holes in right field, second base. Uh, if you get someone who's more professional and can play above average defense, hey, there's ways you can make uh, gains as well. And then at shortstop, there is the big Tim Anderson option looming. And, I mean, Tim Anderson is a bat for a shortstop. Do they go for a glove first guy that can give them, you know, uh, above average 10 outs uh, above average at that position uh, to you know at, at such a key position so I, I mean I, I don't know if that comes in f- to factor uh, and we're just kind of looming Chris gets his first big decision on if he's going to pick up Liam Hendricks and, and Tim Anderson but yeah it's going to signal uh, you, know, you know the way the White Sox go and two uh, the Orioles in 2021 they lost over 100 games and they're in the playoffs in 2023 so not only could you take the route of the the Rangers or the Diamondbacks you could take the rate route of the Orioles or maybe you make your own way the Orioles weren't only in the playoffs in 2023 they were the best team in the American League that's true <laughs> uh, and hey I mean and, and won no playoff game. <laughs> so it, it seems like maybe they're blending you know some NL Wests here you get a little bit of a Giants influence with Brian Bannister and Ethan Katz on the pitching side and they won what 101 games or something like that in, in 2022 yeah. uh, and, and then the Diamondbacks obviously now uh, weathered the storm got in the playoffs and are here in the World Series but yeah no it just seems like let's have Great pitching and defense is going to be hopefully the, the thought process, and maybe Luis Robert Jr. can uh, hit you know 50 bombs if he stays healthy. Uh, let's take a break, and we'll talk about Luis Robert Jr. and uh, Corbin Carroll uh, a little bit more, uh, and uh, we'll get into Herb's, I think, uh, ridiculous take that uh, <laughs> <laughs> that uh, he would rather have Corbin Carroll over Luis Robert Jr. And uh, hey, Vinny, you get to be the decider here. Um, 
and we're glad to have you back. We want to let you know about our friends over at Circa Sportsbook. Uh, they are the world's largest sportsbook, and they are uh, in Illinois. So make sure that you are downloading the app today. Uh, the best part about our friends over at Circa is their tight money line splits. Games will strive to be minus 110 split on the Circa Sports menu, unlike other sportsbook, which may use a minus 115 or minus 120 split. Uh, so if you really do love a certain side, if you love a certain total, Circa is the place to bet it because they are trying to give you the least amount of juice possible, um, right? I mean, if, if you are going to uh, make a bet, if you are going to stake your claim, uh, why not make your uh, stake your claim and get the most money possible for it? Um, Circa keeps as little money as possible on large market bets uh, like futures, golf tournaments, uh, especially compared to other books, which allows them to uh, keep that uh, low split close to uh, minus 110, their low hold model, and uh, their customer service is unbeatable. Uh, there are real people behind the Circa Sports brand who resolve issues in a timely fashion, unlike other books who use chat box and all other aspects of the bet. Uh, of the app are being run by the same team that runs the main circus sports book at Circa resort and casino in Las Vegas. So download the circus sports, Illinois app at circusportscom slash Illinois dash app. That's circusportscom slash Illinois dash app to sign up today. Also be on the lookout for circa events, watch parties and tailgates. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 1-800-426-2537 text GMB 833-234 or visit. Are you really winning.com? Um, and uh, shout out. You got uh, Monday Night Football tonight, too. So if you are going to uh, place any bets, uh, go check out our friends over at Circa. I'm trying to find the line, and I can't find it. So I'm not going to uh, uh, tap dance anymore. Goodbye. Uh, also, want to know about our friends over at Soul Savvy. Uh, there was a big weekend. I don't know if Cody picked up the uh, Royals Reimagined shoe, uh, but did you hear that? Uh, they, they were selling a shoe, Royal Reimagined. That's uh, Chris Getz's. Who's they? Uh, Soul Savvy. It's our, oh, okay. our ad- advertiser. But, sure. Uh, that's Chris gets his off-season plan. But I'm ching. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Do we got a rim shot uh, sound effect that you can play for Sean on that one? Do you? I don't think so. We got to we got to download. Yeah. Just do the goose honk. Maybe you should do. Yeah. <laughs> down, download. Yeah, see now I'm panicking. You don't need to panic. I, I literally made that up. <laughs> That works. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> uh, don't miss out on the biggest sneaker drops and download the Soul Savvy Drops app today. The Drops by Soul Savvy app makes it easier to keep up with the uh, all the latest news in the sneaker world, releases, raffles, and sales. It is your one-stop shop for everything sneakers. Uh, they have drop alert instant notifications, so you never miss a release again. You'll get instantly notified whenever your size is available to buy. They have a free raffle management, uh, which keeps track of all the raffles that happen in the sneaker world uh, with their raffle tracker and the release calendar. Uh, It's an accurate release calendar, which will keep you updated on the releases that are upcoming. Whether you're a casual buyer or an all-out sneakerhead, Soul Savvy has something for you with three different levels. The basic version, which is free, mobile plus or premium, and a drop alert is coming up for November 4th. Air Jordan 1, Royal Reimagined Drops. Uh, the drops by Soul Savvy will notify you when and where it's dropping. Download the app and never miss a release. And I know our guy Cody, uh, who's the uh, biggest sneakerhead uh, in the, the office, uh, who's got the premium account, uh, was talking about Royal the Reimagined Royal uh, shoe and uh, uh, the, the price. That not only is it like he's very excited for it, they got the news. I think it's like two weeks in ahead, uh, but he's also just uh, uh, thrilled about the price. So sign up for Soul Savvy by clicking the links in the description or by visiting links.soulsavvy.com slash CHGO or head over to the App Store and download the Drops, D-R-O-P-S by Soul Savvy app. 
All right, let's get into Corbin Carroll and Luis Robert Jr. And since Luke's hanging out with us, uh, let's get into his uh, his question here. Uh, or is it? Oh, I made the other one. Oh yeah, the the it's questions. The same, the, remember the the, the, the X thing? questions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I made because I wanted to make a stupid X joke. Can you ask a action? Does it is it like xylophone? Does it is question. this a Z? I don't know. Can you ask the question? Question. This is from Twitter uh, and Luke. Uh, Luke. M- oh, uh, wow! Someone disliked. Got that. a thumbs down uh, for the X. Wow. X- it's my. It's my. I wanted to do it. Uh, Luke Mc seven. Wait, Luke. McD17, at Luke McD17, uh, said a question I would love answered in today's show. What if the White Sox drafted Corbin Carroll with the third overall pick in the 2019 MLB draft instead of Andrew Vaughn? He said, uh, what if they were flipped? So what if Andrew Vaughn was on the Diamondbacks and what if Corbin Carroll uh, was on the White Sox? I would tell you this much, the Diamondbacks wouldn't be in the World Series right now. Uh, So, uh, I mean... I think Maybe. Just, yeah, yeah. The, the Diamondbacks would be worse. The White Sox would be better. Uh, but if the White Sox just drafted Corbin Carroll, because they also had the ability to draft Bobby Witt Jr. too, they could have drafted a lot of different players besides Andrew Vaughn. Uh, what would this team look like if Corbin Carroll was on the White Sox? How would you feel about Andrew Benatendi, Luis Robert Jr., and Corbin Carroll as your outfield? Oh. You're catching everything from right field into center field. Uh, I mean, Luis like, Robert Jr. can cover left field <laughs> a little bit, but um, he's gonna win the Gold Glove. He, I don't know if he's going to win the Gold Glove. You just saw Kiermaier just win the the Fielding Bible one, and that's half. That's what a quarter of the voting already, and so he's already known as a Fielding guy. I guarantee they're not going to give it to Luis Robert Jr. for reasons. They're going to find a way to give it to Kiermaier or Rodriguez. But yes, if I mean the, those guys are good. They're really good. <laughs> yes, they undeserved. And if we're but if we're doing the whole, he's still good at defense thing, and he also provides offense as the Gold Glove standard. They should give it to Luis Robert. Um, but. If they had the all field, man, that would just be devastating. I don't even know if Andrew Vaughn would be in the major leagues right now if he was a Arizona Diamondback because he has a gold glove slash home run hitting first baseman in front of him there and Christian Walker, which they wouldn't be replacing him with. And so I think it would have been good. But also, I don't think anybody at the time was thinking that Andrew Vaughn would be the player that he is now, where he's kind of fine, but not the player that should be and it's not necessarily his fault the pandemic of 2020 he didn't get to play that that often at all we had only single a experience in the minor leagues and then he comes up to the majors and they play him out of his position so i think some of this is on the pandemic and some of it's on white Sox development i digress but I think that, yeah, the White Sox not drafting Andrew Vaughn and going to get a high school player in Corbin Carroll, right? The yeah, six, he, was. he was the 16th pick in the draft that year. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the draft Knicks would have liked it. I don't know if the White Sox would have liked it. But I think the White Sox, yes, would have been a better position because the player is better than uh, what Andrew Vaughn is. I think they should do more of that in the future. Stop drafting first baseman exclusively. Like, don't draft the first baseman. I don't care how well he hits because that versatility is zero. It's just that person has just has to be a good bat. With Corbin Carroll, he can be a good glove, a good runner, and a good bat. All that stuff works out together. Andrew Vaughn has to be solely, like, because we know that his defense is not getting better, right? As he gets older, his his footwork is not getting better. He's not going to get quicker. So he's 100% what our evaluation is, is on his bat. And his bat hasn't got there yet. And so, yeah, 100% I would 
have a player of Corbin Carroll's ilk or just a corner outfielder slash center fielder over a first baseman. Real quick, I am stupid. Um, they couldn't have drafted Bobby Witt Jr. because he went second. He, he went second. So I just want to say I'm a big dumb idiot. Uh, and I would have drafted him over him, too. You, they couldn't have. Yeah. The Royals did. I would have taken, um, taken Hadley Rushman over yeah. Andrew Vaughn. I'll go out on that ledge. Well, Herb. Yes. You're wearing some really thick hindsight 2020 glasses Man. right there. Because you're basically... It was 2019, not 2020. You're making... Can we get the rim shot again? Uh, you're making the you're making the real real hot take of boy the White Sox should have gone with the guy who ended up being amazing. What yeah, okay, dumb. thanks. Good call, good good call, Herb. Uh, yeah, last year did you want to say Alec Manoa would have been a better pick too? I don't know. I think Alec Manoa still has something. I don't know what they're doing up there, KPW. What are you doing to Alec Manoa? I know he's kind of a douche too. <laughs> The point is, they spent the number three pick in the draft on a guy who had like an on-base percentage of 500 playing in the Pac-12. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was was nothing wrong with that draft pick the night they made it. I don't think so. They took the best player, the best hitter in college baseball, and they made him a part of what appeared at the time to be a core that was going to be full of young, talented players. Let me ask you this question. Going back to that draft night, when they made him the third overall pick, this is the note on Wikipedia. He was the first player from the, the draft to make his major league debut. Was that by design? Like, was again, was was that rushed? They claim they claim no, but when you pick a guy who has mastered hitting at a an advanced level, college versus high school, and and, and not in a joke conference or anything like that, too, the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. It, the idea is, yeah, he should be here pretty soon, right? Because the guy knows how to hit. Um, I don't think that that arrival date was crazy. What made it crazy was the fact that in 2020, he didn't play any minor league baseball games. No one played any minor league baseball games in 2020. But if if 2020 would have happened and his debut was opening day 2021, are you are you saying that he, he was rushed? You know, I mean, are you shocked that a year and a half was all that a guy who had the numbers that he had offensively in college needed, maybe, and was the third overall pick in the draft? Maybe not. Maybe you wouldn't have been surprised. Um, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't think the drafting of Andrew Vaughn is the thing that, that was the, you know, the thing that tanked this, uh, this whole project and turned them into a 101-loss team, um, particularly when you compare it to other guys. I mean, we bring it up all the time, right? How many teams didn't draft Mike Trout? You know, I mean, like, it, the, the Angels once. The Angels uh, were one of them. But, yeah, I mean, the the... Baseball draft is just such a crapshoot, I mean, at times, that when you take a guy that seems as safe as Andrew Vaughn, I don't think anybody can criticize that pick at the time. So much can happen between then and by the time his book is written. I don't think the story is really closed on Andrew Vaughn. Yeah, I think he's probably the first to tell you that he's had a disappointing first few years to his big league career. But at the same time, you just talked about how young he is and how how short it has been since he was drafted. You know, it, he's got time. He's got, I'm not, you know, Corbin Carroll is a guy who right now is one of the better, more exciting players in baseball. Those guys are not, uh, th- there's not an ample stock of players like that. And for him to turn himself into one of those guys is, is probably something that should be commended over saying, boy, look at Andrew Vaughn, he blew it kind of thing. And again, to look at his 2019, his highest uh, uh, place where he ended up playing Major League Baseball was Advanced Day. Played 29 games at Winston-Salem, uh, only had a 760 uh, OPS, uh, had a 259 uh, average, 349 uh, on-base percentage, slugging a 411. 
uh, you know, good walk to K ratio, 16 to 17, which again was, was what everyone loved was that he had a great eye. Um, but we really haven't seen that. And it just seems like he, he kind of, I don't know. It's just like really trying to catch up. I, I think that would be how it, it, to describe it. it. It never feels like he's in control at the plate. Um, and again, I, I, his highest level of baseball was advanced say 29 games of advanced say in 2019 uh then took a complete year off of baseball and then they said hey to start your career you're going to skip from advanced day to major league baseball and you're going to play your play first the outfield you're gonna play yeah. your first 29 games in left field which you've never done uh his first game in what i think in the outfield in the minor leagues was in 2022 like he had to go during a forward to go back yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Uh, and in his two games in Charlotte, he had an OPS over 111. So maybe he's a little <laughs> bit too advanced. Like, I don't know. It just yeah. definitely that timeline screwed him over, I feel. And, yeah, I think so, too. I think that wasn't the, his friend. But they, the White Sox, and you asked Andrew, felt that he can do that. He can actually make the jump from A to the major leagues. Now, he hasn't been the player as of yet. But I eventually, as we are talking last week, we are giving him grades. I eventually think that he will be – uh, at least st- solid 30 home run guy in the league. Maybe not where they thought he would be, where he's just a consummate hitter. He's got the great eye and all that good stuff. But, yeah, I didn't blame, and I still don't. I was a little tongue-in-cheek on Andrew Vaughn getting selected where he did. He should have got selected where he did. But I think the White Sox kind of do these things where we they rush players up, and I'll put those in quotes, where Gary Crochet was picked early in the year, didn't even pitch in the minor leagues, and then he's on a major league team at the end of the year. I mean, they try to get people up who are ready to play and contribute immediately. I heard the word right there where they drafted Andrew Vaughn. He's the one that's closest to the major leagues. His bat can play right now in the major leagues if they were to put him in, and then they just had to do a little development. Like I said, he only played a couple games in the minors, and then two years later, he's in the major leagues. And I think that's Partly yeah, because of the White Sox and partly more more because of the pandemic that ruined Andrew Vaughn's early career. 57 games he played in the minor leagues. Oof. Brutal. Friends. Um, yeah, I, I don't think, to go back to the original question, then we can move into what Herb said uh, last week. Uh, I don't think Carroll's chase rate is like league average if he's on the White Sox. Um, his, average, his on-base percentage is around 362. He's not. I mean, we see every single White Sox player – all the way to Andrew Benatendi, come here and just kind of lose plate discipline. So I, I don't know if Carroll's here this early, and if he is, he's definitely not this good. And that's why they try to get, you know, Josh Barfield over here. Uh, so fill in Vinny on what you told them. You would rather Luis Robert Jr. than Corbin Carroll? I would rather have the opposite. Or Corbin Carroll, Corbin than, Carroll Luis than Luis Robert Jr. What yeah. you said doesn't make sense in my brain. I know it doesn't. It breaks your brain. And, yes, <laughs> I see the numbers. Luis Robert Jr. had a phenomenal year. Absolutely phenomenal. But do you see the difference what happened with Corbin Carroll when game six of the NLCS, he hadn't stole anything. He hadn't done well in the NLCS. And this is kind of where it was coming from, Vinny. And then game six, he just decided, hey, man, I'm Corbin Carroll, man. Let's let's attempt a couple stolens. Let's get on base, I think, three or four times that game. Change the trajectory of that series because everybody and their mama thought they're going back to Philadelphia in that building and it was going to be game over in game six. I think Corbin Carroll changed the trajectory of that series just by his wheels and his bat and his glove. He is that dynamic of a player. In game seven, you saw what he does. And I just think the Kai just, and as you shared the video with me from Foolish Baseball, his base running is just 
on par with some of the greats of all time. Only one year, and the bases are bigger this year, so you could take that into the equation. But he only got thrown out, I think, four or five times this year, stole 50-plus bases, hit 20-plus home runs. He goes from first to third with the greatest of ease. One time he went from first to home on a single. Like, that guy makes things happen where you as the pitcher have to worry about him constantly, every five seconds. And I guarantee even those five games he wasn't stealing in the NLCS, Philly's pitchers were just worried about him when he was on base. He's like, that fucker's got 56 stolen bases. He's only been thrown out five times. He's going to steal it one time. And I guarantee that was in the back of their mind. And then when he eventually did, it worked out for them. And their team started being the team that they saw late in the year when they were defeating the Cubs like it was nothing and the White Sox too. So I think Corbin Carroll just brings way more things to the table than what Luis Robert brings to the table. And if we're talking about contract, he's still on his first year contract. He's very young. So is Luis Robert Jr. He got a raise, though. He's still getting. So did Corbin Carroll. Carroll signed a big extension. Okay, did he? Year 111. Okay, that's little. That's chump change. Robert's making 50 million. (laughs) Yeah. That's also chump change. I understand. Billionaires own these. I I was about to say own these people. That's a little bit rough. But I mean, they own the club. Um, Jesus, it's a weird. I just think that he's, he's a better overall player than Luis Robert. It's hard to say. That's fine. I I don't, I mean, it is hard to say for you. I mean, I don't think that Corbin Carroll is going to exceed 30 home runs again. I think that you could also teach Luis Robert Jr. how to be a better base runner. You look at his actual ability, like his his speed, Luis Robert Jr. is just as fast as he was when he was a 22-year-old. His sprint speed this year, uh, 28.7. In 2020, it was 29.1. But Carroll's Uh, faster. That's true. They're both elite. Yes. I mean, they. I mean, also too. You you put him in a race. Does Corbin Carroll beat him if Luis Robert Jr. is running right next to him, if, or does no, the actual competition? <laughs> right. So or does the competition? I mean, I, you know, you never know. I mean, I, I I also think that you put Luis Robert Jr. in that situation. You put him on the Diamondbacks. You put him in Game Six. He's leading off and he's on first base because they teach him plate discipline and maybe he walks a few times. <laughs> I think that he can also steal the steal the same bags Carroll's stealing. But he he's a little bit 20. smaller and he's a little bit faster for sure. Um, he only stole 20, but he's also because he's the guy. He has to be third in the lineup and drive in 80 of the White Sox, uh, you know, 200 runs they scored this year. Here's what I'll say, Sean. I think some of the things that you're saying are actually backing up Herb's point okay. in that you're saying, you know, and you're pinning it on the White Sox, but it's like there are things that Corbin Carroll does that Luis Robert doesn't do. Now, I'd like to see Luis Robert Jr., in a, in a fully healthy Luis Robert Jr. with all the things that we know he can do in game six of the LCS with the season on the line and the game on the line and see if he plays the same way. We don't know. We just watched him play for a team that lost 101 games. Mm-hmm. But I remember watching that D-backs team when they came to the south side and saying, wow, they are trying really, really hard. They're run, they running all over the place, and they're doing that thing that we talked about the Guardians doing all last year when they ran away or ran away. I'm being, that's a play on words, with the AL Central <laughs> last year because they were literally running all over the place and they were they, they were playing a style of baseball that allowed them to win games that their roster said they didn't necessarily have the, the chance to win, right? And I think Carroll and his D-backs teammates do a lot of the same things, you know? Herb, you talk about the base running ability, right? And, and, and Sean, you're like, oh, well, if Luis Robert Jr. just got on base more, well, guess what Corbin Carroll does? He gets on base a heck of a lot more. That is, that is true. So there are things that Carroll does that Robert Jr. does not do. That being said, at the end of the day, 
Luis Robert Jr. is a much more dangerous baseball player. There are things that he does that Corbin Carroll cannot do. And all you got to do is look at the power ability and the, the slug ability. Um, and then, you know, look at the fact that Luis Robert Jr., just uh, spent the entire season impressing the hell out of us with what he does in center field. So from, you know, let's not pretend that because, you know, you see Carroll go first to home doesn't mean that Robert doesn't have amazing, if not better, athletic and, and, and you know, physical gifts, right? So I think that this is a very reasonable question, particularly after just this one year because both of them had breakout years. They were both star players this season. Uh there's nothing wrong with having either of these guys on your team. Uh, I think Luis Robert Jr., I'd probably give the slight edge in what you guys are talking about. If I took the easy uh, trick answer way out, who would you rather have? I'd say Carroll because he's under contract through 2031. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think I'd give Robert the slight edge just because the dude's going to hit so many more home runs. He's going to hit so many more extra base hits. At the end of the day, that's going to score you more runs. But Herb, you're exactly right in saying game on the line, season on the line. Look what he just did out there. Look what he willed himself and his team to do on top of the fact that he's got a, he, a, a whole ton of athletic ability and baseball ability as well. Um, I think that's a very even question that these guys that, that you could ask who would you rather have for these guys because they are both sensational players i think if we are going to split hairs i'll give you robert sean but but i think that there is herb's making a lot of great points in that we haven't seen some of the stuff from robert even if he can do it that we've seen from carol and maybe that's just the situation but give carol credit for showing it and i saw somebody put that robert would still a 95 percent clip if he was allowed to this year he only stole at an 83 percent clip good but not 92% like Corbin Carroll was. So yeah, He's a top 25 with uh, players who have attempted 50 or more stolen bases since 2020. Yes. Uh, 22nd in the league at 82.14. I mean, good, and he was also injured for two of those years. Yeah. I think, yeah, if he was to put himself into that area where he's power and speed, I don't think he cares about stealing bases as much as Corbin Carroll does. That's part of Corbin he's, Carroll's game. I think he he's can. been slowed down. I think the team's told him not to okay. in certain and, situations. Yeah. Yeah. And to keep him healthy, that's cool too. Yeah. But yeah, and he means more to the White Sox than Corbin Carroll means to the Diamondbacks. Corbin I don't know goes, if that's true. Corbin Carroll <laughs> goes down, they still have people that can do things. Luis Robert goes down. But he's their best player. Operation's <laughs> over. You just run the, Well, yeah, on a team where they over. lose 101 games, absolutely, that's, that's the case. But, yeah, but this is a D-back team that's that's in the world series they that, are. That, that just won a pennant um you know I, I i it's very interesting to think what would Luis robert jr mean to a team that wins a pennant and puts itself in a position to win a championship you could we could be sitting here talking about him as if he was you know mike trout or, or who's never won a playoff game but you know we could be talking about him as one of the best of the absolute best, like you are so impressed with Corbin Carroll right now. I mean, Luis Robert Jr. has got the speed to take off for second base with the game on the line and he steal does. the base, take off for third base with the game on the line. And I think we saw that a few times during the season too. But they lost 101 games. What, what, is, there to, what is there to push your team toward? And I think the reason we were so impressed with what the Guardians did in 2022 is because, wow, look what they just did. They just used that kind of skill to win games and win a division and get themselves to the playoffs. When Luis Robert Jr. is the only guy out here, uh, you know, having a successful offensive season and everybody else around him is, 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 is failing, for lack of a better term, and the team is just failing over and over again and they lose 100 games, yeah, I don't think you're going to see 
the kind of thing where you can pinpoint, wow, Luis Robert Jr. did that and look, look to where it got him because it only got him to one of the worst seasons in franchise history. <laughs> uh, real quick, let's just show some 2023 20, stats. Actually, let's take a break. We'll show some 2023 stats, uh, and we'll get into this a little bit more, too, because I, I got more thoughts. And also, to help your point, Herb, too, uh, since 2020, uh, the leader in stolen base percentage with at least 50 attempts. Corbin Carroll. Corbin Carroll. N- Pretty n- damn good, guys. O- only player above 90%. No one said he wasn't. No, I'm just saying, like, he's, <laughs> one of the, he's one of the best players in his rookie year. Oh, absolutely. And he only has more to grow on. Uh, I think only that Otani guy beat him. Uh, Otani had a pretty good rookie year, right? He's a yeah, pretty good every know. year. Was he hurt on his rookie year? I don't know. I, don't know. I think he, whatever. Uh, let's take a break. Let's let you know about uh, our friends over at uh, Ray CDJR. Are you in the market for a new vehicle? If you are, then we have some good news for you. Ray Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram in Fox Lake have joined the CHGO team at Ray CDJR. You'll always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest inventories and find unforgettable savings. And right now, during Ram Power Days at Ray CDJR only in Fox Lake, you'll be able to secure 0% financing or 17% off new Ram models. But that's not all. Now through October 31st, that's tomorrow, explore their newly renovated showroom and take advantage of limited time seven-year anniversary savings. So if you are in the market for a new vehicle, then you have to check out the team at Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram because they're the only team we recommend. Visit them today on Route 12 in Fox Lake and see their new showroom. For more information, visit Ray CDJR in Fox Lake or RayCDJR.com uh, today. That's RayCDJR.com today, serving the community since 1963. Also want to let you know about our friends. Uh, no. Our friends doesn't make sense when it's us. This is the diehard read. I mean, us. we're one might say we're our best friends. That's true. I mean, no one's. I mean, no one's gonna hype you up but yourself. Uh, so you see that black box in the middle? I guess we've upgraded the box here. Uh, it's the, it's thicker. It is. Yeah. It, it it seems like a heftier box. I think it. I think it holds more stuff. Uh, we got the uh, diehard program. Wow. Uh, if you are a Chicago sports fan who loves being on top of everything Chicago. If you want instant reaction to Bears post game, Blackhawks post game, Bulls post game, if you want the pregame show, uh, if you want off-season discussion about Luis Robert Jr. and Corbin Carroll, this is the place for you. Uh, sign up to become a diehard today. Level up your fandom. Uh, head over to allchgo.com. You get a free shirt when you become a member. Oh, there's a shirt in there. You get uh, a member card that Herb's holding up. Uh, I think there might be even stickers in there. I'm not sure. Uh, it's a nice lined uh, diehard box, though, as well. Um, you get uh, podcasts and live shows on every team every single day. Post-game shows whenever there is a game. I think Bulls play tonight against Indiana. You got premium written content for members at allchgo.com. Vinny's piece today is free, but uh, I know last time you went on a vacation, you you, you journaled about uh, Australia and the cricket match you watch. Uh, didn't go, I didn't go to any sort of wild sporting event this time, but no, no reason to journal. But, but, yeah, that cricket one was great. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, and, and that was premium for members at allchgo.com. You get 20% off events like uh, our tailgates coming up. We got our final one, at least that's scheduled for November 9th against Carolina. It's very cold. So I guess that's why they're, they're, they're stopping the tailgates. I mean, cold's never killed anybody. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Anyways, you, you say that unless you're out there for six hours. I, hey, I, what, you think I've been a podcast host all my life? I've ran promotions for radio stations, and it's been very cold there. I've stand, I've stood out in the cold. Bit I mean, you've been a fun. podcast host most of your life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> out of like the percentage wise, out of out of here, 
Yes, <laughs> but that's just because of age. Uh, I, we got to stop with the witty, witty banter, though. Uh, people don't like that. People oh, yeah. don't like us being witty. Uh, there's Sorry. also a members-only Discord, uh, the CHGO Lounge, where you guys get to uh, send in questions, and, and we'll have a mailbag uh, show tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, sir. Uh, CHGO Bears tailgates, uh, like we mentioned, the next one is on November 9th, and our friends over at X-Golf will be out there for the next three tailgates, the, or for the next one. Uh, X-Golf will be giving out uh, a $200 gift certificate to any of their Chicagoland locations. Find the X-Golf nearest you at playxgolf.com slash Chicagoland. Okay, uh, let's get into the 2023 stats uh, for um, Lewis Robert versus Corbin Carroll. Uh, yeah, you're all good. The one that I made, if that helps, Sarah. Oh, thank is. you very much. Uh, Battle of the Stars here, Robert and Carol. Uh, Robert on the left, Carol on the right. Uh, doubles, Robert bested Carol 36 to 30. Carol did play in more games, 155 to 145. Uh, Carol with more uh, triples. Uh, more triple-friendly park he's playing in, too. In, the in most Chase triples, Field. right? Didn't he lead the National League oh, in, It was in It was yeah. a bolded stat, so I think you're yeah. correct. Uh, Ten triples for Carroll, one for Robert Jr. More homers for Robert, 38 to 25. That's the other thing, too. Will he even be on first base, or is he taking a trip around the bases? Because he's uh, 6'4", 240. Could also play middle linebacker for the Bears. Um, Corbin Carroll is a little guy. Oh, well, would you rather have Jacoby Ellsbury or Mike Trout? Um, sorry, I'm editorializing. Oh, crushing uh, Jacoby Ellsbury. <laughs> stolen bases. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They they both he was are, good for a bit. Yeah, they're both injured, so I don't know why. The horrible comp actually. Uh, forty five stolen bases or fifty four stolen bases for Carroll. Twenty for Robert. Uh, Two eighty five average for Carroll. Two sixty four for Robert. Three sixty two on base percentage for Carroll. Three fifteen for Robert. Slugging five oh six for Carroll. Five forty two for Luis Robert. It's a big Jr. number. Yes. Uh, F war six for Carroll. Five for Robert, um, and then uh, outs above average because that's important. And then Herbie can jump in if anything else uh, sticks out to you. What's important? Twelve outs above average for Luis Robert Jr. Negative three for Corbin Carroll playing a uh, playing around the outfield. Four hundred eighty-one in left, three hundred and four innings in center field, and four eighty-one in right field. Versatility. I mean, the only reason that he does occasionally move off a of center is because there's a better center fielder. Which another thing on the White Sox that I did. Alec Thomas, good center fielder out there for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Just a complete player, Kirby Carroll is, and he's going to get better. That was his rookie year where he pretty much took the thing by storm. He's going to win the rookie of the year in the American National League, and I think he's going to be better. I know you asked me, will he hit more than this? Yes, he will hit more home runs. He will hit for more power. Yes, the 5'10 frame is not that big, but I think uh, – with his coming years, he will continue to hit more home runs. Do I think Luis Robert will hit more home runs? Yes. I think eventually he will hit a 50 home run season and he will be the player. Well, he's already the player that we expect him to be. And I think he's going to continue to grow. But as far as the whole game is concerned, that player is slightly better than Luis Robert. I mean, I don't think we can argue too much more that he's shown that the glove is premier, the bat is premier, the base running's premier. What else is there to get from uh, Corbin Carroll? What else do you want the from Corbin Carroll? Gloves not premier. It's all right. It could, it plays in multiple spots. Where's the, what's the outs above oh, average? Oh, let's see. Can Luis Robert Jr. play left field or right field? He can. I mean, what is that argument? But that's versatility. Luis Robert Jr. is a better defender. Luis Robert Jr. doesn't have to be versatile. He's the best damn center fielder on his team. Corbin Carroll and moves because he's baseball. not. Would he be the best center fielder if Alec Thomas is here? Yes. Okay. He's the third best. He's a top three center fielder in the American League. 
It's a different league. He's a 98 percentile in outs above average. Herb, I'm with Sean on this one. What? <laughs> He's got a better arm. Corbin Carroll's got an 18-year-old noodle arm. Yes. Luis Robert Jr. is a grown man. He's 40. Uh, he's 25. It's um, both average Great Mike four. Gundy reference. It's in, the 80, it's in the 85 percentile. Fielding run value, negative three. We're at. Oh, that's oh, Ferv, Herb. Oh, okay. He's Sorry. His, his range, which is now outs above average, is four. His fielding run value is negative three. Okay. My bad. And what but, about? But he's so. But so. So Carroll's fielding run value. He's in the twenty eighth percentile, which is below average. It's negative three. Luis Robert Jr.'s fielding run value is ninety fifth percentile, and it's twelve. All right, and we're talking about base running. He's the top one of the top base runners in the game. Ninety mm-hmm. ninth percentile, well, five we, run, five five base running value. Robert seventeenth percentile, negative two. Yes, that's but, a huge deal, especially if you're the guy who's producing runs. There's no one in front of Luis Robert producing runs. He has to produce his own runs. Right, but like, and he's not doing himself any favors on the base run on the bases by being a better race runner. Drop Robert onto the Diamondbacks. Yes, are they in the same place? <sighs> better probably. He's 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 got more offense. Wait, are who in the same place? The Diamondbacks? Yeah, yeah take swap Carroll for oh, swap Carroll and Robert. Yeah. Are they in the same place? Are they in the World Series? I think so. I mean. Yeah, I and mean, you're dro- talking about 25 other guys, right? But, yeah. But I think if you swap Rob- Robert and Carroll and Carroll and the White Sox, I think the White Sox don't come close to 101 losses. You think Carroll helps them? Yes. Oh, God. He was at the top. He would be at the top of the order, he actually having people on base. He, he I don't really White understand. Sox coaching. Herb, I don't really understand where you're going here. I would thought you were. I thought it was a close call here uh, at the beginning, but now you're kind of you're kind of drifting on me here. How? I he is a great base runner, absolutely, one hundred percent. But he's only he gets on gonna, base he's, at higher clip. He does, but also like I think that Luis Robert Jr. would benefit a ton from coaching. Um, he's now had what two different. Had, uh, this will now be three different hitting coaches in the past three years for Luis Robert Jr. Um, at least from Minakino to Johnson and uh, who's the other guy they fired? Jose Castro. Jose Castro. Um, And then now it's going to be a new guy. Like, I mean, he hasn't really had consistency. uh, Corbin Carroll's great. Corbin Carroll's fantastic. But I think Corbin Carroll just had a 99th percentile uh, season. I think Luis Robert Jr. is just scraping the surface of what he can do. Also, too, Herb, I feel, too, that you're talking about a guy. I think, think, correct me if I'm wrong, I think you're very enamored with the fact that Corbin Carroll has a skill set that the White Sox don't have any, no one has it, right? And you're like, wow, White Sox need that guy. Like your your team has. Right. And, 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 but if you swap them, like, then who's driving in Corbin Carroll? Corbin Carroll. Well, but Luis Robert runs it. But Luis Robert drove himself in way more than Corbin Carroll did. I think Corbin Carroll had more runs. Well, he could steal second and third base, but the White Sox don't have anybody to hit, hit, hit him in. Uh, Carroll have Robert. Carroll had 116 runs, Robert had 90. As Alex Potnos points out, 38 of Robert's home runs. 90 runs right. were home runs. So 42% of the time he scored, he was driving in himself. Right. Right. He was a one-man band. He was. And I, but that, to me, is also impressive. Very much so. He had a phenomenal year. But if we're talking about, hey, this player blind resume, this player blind resume, which player you take? I'm taking Corbin Carroll. 
Yeah, but it's not blind. I think I guess. No, I think we're uh, we're projecting that we think that Luis Robert was great, which he was, but I don't think we're recognizing how much greatness is in Corbin Carroll in his rookie year. You say Luis is going to get better. Oh. You don't think he's you think he's just a 99th percentile and he's going to just level off after this? No, it's the, his rookie year. The graphic said Battle of the Stars, so I'm not trying to denigrate <laughs> yeah. Corbin Carroll in any way. He but, just put up a six Read war. the graphic, it's, 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 it's Robert versus Carroll, <laughs> and we're having a, a, a discussion. It's would you rather. You would rather have Carroll. I'd rather have Robert. I don't think there's a wrong answer. Both of these guys are fantastic. Both of these guys are going to be all-stars for sure. Uh, I, I just no. It's just it's it's interesting to see how someone would build a team. I don't think your answer is wrong. But he gets he gets on base. He scores he scores runs. He hits twenty five homers. He's hit he stole fifty bags. There's nothing wrong with Corbin Carroll. What percentage would you say Luis Robert had this past year? What percentage year did he have? If Corbin Carroll oh, percentile ninety nine ninety ninth percentile year. I mean, just look at the body. I don't I don't think that you can max out more homers from that. Maybe you could steal more bags, but he's already at a 90th percentile. I just think that, you know, he had to do that much for that team to win 84 uh, games. Um, and, and that team, like, they all really just had a great year together. I mean, that was a great team uh, uplifting everybody. I think Luis Robert probably had like an, an 80th percentile season for himself. He is absolutely nowhere near his top. If Luis Robert Jr. played 155 games and he's 28 and he's you know fully healthy, he is absolutely hitting 50 home runs. I don't disagree. Corbin, Carroll, I, Corbin I, Carroll is, I think, maxed out at 25. I think he tops out at like 35 home runs. That's not that far of a walk. That's, yeah, that's seven more home runs, right? Then he hit this past year? He hit 25, so that's 10. Oh, so 10 more home runs. So... And now, and feel free to vamp because now I just need to look up players who have, are five ten. Like he's, his size just doesn't. I mean, we thought just doesn't. This is, we thought the, baseball. We thought that Andrew Vaughn was going to hit a bunch of home runs. This is baseball, and this guy is doing doing it better than Andrew Vaughn in his that's, rookie year. Dustin true. Pedroia won an MVP. Jose Altuve won an MVP. This is baseball. You don't need to. You don't need to. Uh, you know. Look like Luis Robert Jr. does to be the to be the best. But no, but I'm, I'm not saying that. But Dustin Robert Pedroia didn't hit thirty bombs. Yeah, but they were MVP caliber players. Right, is what but, I'm no, saying. but yeah. I, what I'm saying, I'm not saying that Corbin Carroll can't be like a ten WAR player. I'm just saying, like, I think that his powers max. Herb's saying he, he's going to hit 35 homers. I don't right, know and I that. think the, the reason I would side with you in this person in this specific dis, uh, discussion is that Luis Robert Jr. We know has the ability to hit for that kind of power, right. and when you do that, those numbers get jacked up really much, much quicker. You know, and so I think. Corbin Carroll's been fantastic. Herb, by highlighting how good he's been, you're pointing out the things that Luis Robert Jr. doesn't do. But I think Luis Robert Jr. does an awful lot, and I think he does enough to be one of those MVP players as well. Okay. so and But the uh, run value on pitches, too, he just crushes. Like, he's just scratching the surface of where he's going to be eventually. You'd hope that, but I mean, we thought that with when Aloy Jimenez came up and hit 30 bombs. Like, that was all maybe a 99th percentile season for those guys in 2021 or 2020, whenever. Like, I mean, That's sometimes the there's just a moment for these players. We all thought that the White Sox were going to be unfailable in 2020 and 2021. Uh, PHNX probably thinks that the, the, the same about the Diamondbacks. What the if they get worse? What if Corbin Carroll gets injured? That's the only thing that's going to hold him back. Injured. Yeah, absolutely. He's a, I'm, he's a top... Over, I mean, he's a, he's a, if we're having a fantasy draft, if we're turning that on in MLB The Show, they're both first round picks. They're probably both, I don't know about, I don't know if Carroll's top 10. Mm. We should do that. 
Just pick like, the top it, 10 players in like baseball? 30 people. Oh, I guess. Oh. You know, but I actually do a fantasy draft and see, see the way it plays out. Um, it Was Willie Mays 5'10", 170? I don't Say believe him. that. He's not that tall. I, I've met him before. He's not that tall. Did you meet him when he was 24? Uh, I met him when he was <laughs> of an uh, older age, like in his 70s. So uh, these are players that are 5'10", or shorter, and 170 or smaller um, that have hit 25 homers. There's 50 of them. Um, Carroll's one of them. Um, Willie Mays did it a ton, um, shockingly. <laughs> uh, Mel Ott did it. Jimmy Wynn did it. The Toy Canyon did it. Who? Jimmy Fox, Double X. Oh, yeah. Rip, uh, Ripper Collins did it. Um, but nobody... I'm sorry, Ripper Collins? Yeah. Uh. Nobody Nobody since Willie Mays has hit 35 home runs and has been that short and, and that small. Um, the only players that I guess are comps, Ozzie Albies in 2023 had 33. Jose Altuve had 31 in 2019 and 2021. Ozzie Albies had 30 in 2021. So... If, if he's going to be, yeah, Altuve and Albies are the only modern day players with that are that short and have hit 25 homers. And so, one of them, you know, is going to be kind of a fringe Hall of Fame guy, maybe in Altuve. He's a Hall of Famer. Oh, he's a Hall of Famer. With this postseason, the there are reasons that people will not vote for Understood, him, is what I'm saying. But they've, at. Are, they've right. already forgotten about that. And yeah. the other guy's in a Dairy Queen commercial <laughs> and making no money. Right. In comparison to all the rest of his people, I want his agent fired. Would you rather have Corbin Carroll or Ozzy Albies? I mean, Corbin Carroll <laughs> because of multiple reasons, but dumbass agent gets seven years for $35 million. Oh, my God. At the time, it was terrible. And now the player that he is, oh, my God, he's getting such a discount. The Braves are getting such a discount on Ozzy Albies. If you had, if you picked Ozzy Albies, though, you might be able to get a some good deal on some blizzards. <laughs> And was he in the BMW commercial too last year with the Tim? He was in that. Yeah, he was in that weird one where they all take a road trip, and you're like, "Who are you know? Yeah. Are these people friends?" Yeah, and it's weird. Like, <laughs> like if they're not like, if you're not a baseball fan, I don't know if you know those people in that car. So they need to put a little thing. And if you need to put a little thing, then they shouldn't be in that commercial. Like, oh, this is Walker Bueller. This is Tim Anderson. This is Jose Ramirez, and this is Ozzy Albies, like they did with um. What was it? The uh, Geico commercials like, hi, all pro linebacker Brian Arakpo. How are you doing? If you're if you need to be shouted out, then you're not that good as a, a spokesperson. I mean, they'd have to shout out you. Are yeah. you saying people shouldn't make you a, sp- a sponsor? Not for a national brand. If we're doing a thing for the CHO, yeah. I think people in CHO know who I am. Well, shout out to FOCO. Um, get fitted in the best sports gear around. I appreciate FOCO for making me their sports- spokesperson for the CHGO White Sox show. Uh, hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, and everything you need in between. Uh, you can get over at FOCO to either deck out your man cave. Maybe you got a man garage. Maybe or a woman got, cave or a woman garage. Maybe a, a, a they garage, a them garage. Or maybe you have a, a, a man cave. or a woman to dress up in FOCO. To deck out. That's to true. Deck out. Yeah, that's true. Maybe you have a uh, what are the smaller uh, humans called? Uh, baby? Child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Smaller Child. humans. Uh, set decorations uh, like the... Sean is AI. What are the smaller humans <laughs> may call? <laughs> uh, baby. Baby. Uh, set decor- dec- decorations have been donated by FOCO, uh, that great Southpaw one. Um, I hope they don't have a blooper one. Did you see uh, blooper? Uh, the Braves mascot was talking trash to the White Sox. The Braves mascot yeah. was talking trash to the White Sox. Well, the White Sox won two out of three in, in Atlanta. Who's talking trash? Okay. No, no, this year. 
Yeah, the uh, I mean, not this year, like this, this year? today. Oh. I don't know. I, no one should follow uh, follow that. But yeah, uh, someone named Andrew Wright said, "Aren't you going to the World Series?" Oh wait, uh, and then they said, "You should start a counter for days until the White Sox miss the postseason again." This oh. is from the official Braves mascot Twitter account. Mm-hmm. That's very bizarre. And have you ever seen how ugly it is? Like, what is this? It's a monster. It's, th- it's not racist like their last one. I mean, before that it one, it looks Show no it weirder than Southpaw, man. It's no weirder than Southpaw. It's like a sure, knockoff. Like, for, oh, you can't even see it. Like, it's like a knockoff of the Philly Fanatic. Yeah, aren't they all? If the Philly, if the Philly Fanatic <laughs> was um, beige, yes. If the Philly Fanatic was like and a sand good. demon <laughs> um, and not really good at being a mascot, yeah, he'll be the blooper. So go, go check out if they have any sand demon bobbleheads at FOCO. Check out FOCO.com, F-O-C-O.com, or click a link in the description below for online pre-sale items. Use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. Also want to let you know about Empire Today. Um, Vinny, do you want to sing the song? Do you need to Do you need to get that off your system? No, I'm going to I'm gonna uh, save that up for, a, for later in the week. Okay. Are you going to be like Carmen and I and sing the wrong song? Yes, I heard him I mean, do that. I don't want to do that. I did hear him. Do <laughs> oh, that last you did night. the other, the other yeah, one. Yeah, he did. Mm. It's it's and okay. Carm, hey, Carm it's, did it's a little their longer. Company anyways, Carm did it a little longer, and then uh, Bragg said the company too. It's like woof. No, but the, uh, what I learned is the L company is a subsidiary. Subsidiary. Oh, really? Like they're, okay. Yeah, they're like they're oh, like within the that. same family. Okay. I think if I understood Jim correctly, uh, I'm not going to say it though because it's an Empire read. I uh, want to let you know about our friends over at Empire. With Empire today, you get shop at home convenience the right product for your needs, quick and professional installation, and a low price guarantee. Empire today is the best place to get new flooring. So of course they have copycats, but they can't beat us. The copycats can't beat them on quality, service, speed. So they advertise low quality products that Empire won't simply carry. Uh, The other people will promise the lowest prices, but they're also putting floors in your house that you don't want, that they themselves, the copycats, wouldn't put in their own uh, floors. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, Empire keeps shopping for floors simple with a curated product, uh, product selection uh, and their virtual floor designer is a great way to see how new floors will look in any space. And you could schedule a free home in, uh, estimate today and all listeners can receive $350 off when they use promo code CHGO. Restrictions apply. See Empire today dot com slash chgo for details uh and again use code chgo for your 350 dollar uh, off discount uh, when you use promo code chgo and if you are a new homeowner uh looking to get your floors set up uh set them up for you know a good while right put put quality floors in call the people over at empire today uh and they've been putting floors in people's homes for over 40 years so they are well well trusted and if you're using something or it's such a uh, you know, I mean, again, if, if you're building the um, the foundation, I you know that's not flooring, um, right? You wanna you want, you got to start from the bottom. You got to use the best, and then if you you know, it's I was trying to make a baseball thing. Go to Empire. You start from the bottom. Get a floor. Then you're over here, right? <laughs> Get you a floor. <laughs> Five eight eight two three hundred Empire. Empire today. Um, okay. Uh, blank name saying Robert all day if healthy. You're saying Robert. I'm going with L- LRJ. I know you're saying Corbin Carroll I fiercely. Am. I am. Um, okay. I, I I will say Luis Robert Jr. as well. Uh, we got 
some Arizona Fall League stuff going on. Jake Eater is currently on the mound for the Arizona Desert Dogs. Uh, we'll just quickly address this. I didn't get to the uh, bad place yet, so I didn't get to put you guys in a bad spot. Um, but uh, Mark Gonzalez of the Chicago Sun-Times was in Glendale, Arizona, and uh, chatted with Sox general manager Chris Getz. And honestly, let's just save this. Let's just save this. It's 4.30. What a tease. We, we've put it in there. So tomorrow, uh, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about Jake Eater. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about um, how fun the White Sox 2024 season could be uh, if uh, Jake Eater is actually on the White Sox team. Uh, it's not going to be fun. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it was a good discussion today. I, I mean, it so just too. seems like you want a little bit more contact if you're building the team. I want a, I want a little bit more flash and pop. I want a better player, slightly better player than Luis Robert. Okay. Well, I didn't use those F, words because I was going to try F4. to keep it neutral. F4 said so. And, okay. Four. <laughs> For. What is it good for? Uh, that's Herb Lawrence, and he's wrong. You can follow him at Eckerwall23. He's our CHGO White Sox community leader. That's Vinny Duber. You can follow him at Vinny Duber and read his work at allchgo.com. He's got a piece up about the 100 loss 2021 Rangers and Orioles, and you can read how that affects the 2023 100 loss of White Sox. I'm Sean Anderson. You can follow me at Sean underscore W underscore Anderson. Thank you to everyone except, uh, who is that, Pam in the chat? Who was calling? Yeah, said we sucked. Yeah. No, thanks much, I put her in a timeout. Oh, okay. Thanks to everyone except thanks for watching though Pam yeah thanks thanks everyone but Pam hit the thumbs up button we'll talk to you tomorrow goodbye <laughs>